Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome to Overnight America with Ryan Recker on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts. Michael'sFlooringOutlet.com. And welcome back to Overnight America. I'm your host, Ryan Recker. Look at this text message. Why would anyone say this Cardinal song is no good? This is a wonderful song. You know, I mentioned that producer Mike does not like the song. I think that he's out of line. He said, you better watch your mouth. But apparently the text messengers also believe this is not a good song. You know, next time we have Doug and Donna in studio, I'm going to ask for them to perform the Cardinals' We Can Do It song. Why? Because I am so much in love with that tune. (laughs) I don't know. I like it. Give me a break. All right. A lot to get to this hour on the show. And David Morgan's going to join us, author of The Silver Manifesto. He's a precious metals expert. He's also going to talk on the Federal Reserve in the future of legal tender. This has been a big talk for a lot of people. So I'm looking forward to having him on. A lot of people are interested in what that's going to look like. I wanted to first start this hour talking about Governor Andrew Cuomo raising some more eyebrows. He's already got all of these different scandals going on. And what a moron to go out today and say what he said during a vaccination event. So let's just recap what Governor Andrew Cuomo of New York has done so far. Going back to misrepresenting and lying when it came to reporting of seniors passing away inside of nursing homes and the way that he handled it in the state of New York. We knew that it was a disaster taking a vulnerable person and putting them into a vulnerable population. We saw how fast COVID spread during that time. Well, oh, no, no, nothing to see here. It's the old Wizard of Oz theory. Don't look behind the curtain. And that curtain was nursing homes. And now we start to get more accurate statistics. And we realize that that big lie may have cost a lot of lives, thousands of lives. And let's not discount the amount of governors that looked at Andrew Cuomo because they all said he is the gold standard when it comes to fighting COVID. We should all do what New York is doing. Oh, everything's so wonderful. You have to replicate what he's doing. Thank goodness we have a governor here in Missouri that said, no, thanks. We're going to do it our way, luckily. So we have Andrew Cuomo uh, putting out what they said was the best example and probably the worst example of what you can do with seniors. Now, don't forget, he's accused of sexual harassment. He's accused of kissing a girl, a a woman on the lips, an aide of his, saying that he wants to see her play strip poker or something. Really weird, creepy, 
weird, weird, creepy, creepy. Those are the last couple of scandals. Now, he decides to go out <laughs> to a vaccination event, and he says this. This is so stupid. Uh, and uh, that's a great sign because part of this is about trust. Uh, I'm going to be doing the vaccination. I am a certified vaccinator by the state of New York. I took a 20-minute course yesterday. Uh, I get to select the part of the anatomy where I do the vaccine. Uh, and um, you'll be surprised, or maybe not, when you see the part of the uh, anatomy that I pick. What? What? He's being accused of sexual harassment by a very credible person. And the person is saying, you know, he kissed me on the lips. I didn't ask for this. He's saying he wants to see me play strip poker. Really weird, creepy, deranged things from someone that got an Oscar for his performances during COVID. To me, he's like the next Michael Avenatti. Remember, everyone was trying to tout Avenatti. Oh, the savior of the Democratic Party. He's going to. Oh, he's so great. Why don't you run for president? You're so wonderful. See how that worked out. He goes to jail. Andrew Cuomo. Oh, he's so wonderful. Why doesn't he run for president? He is the Avenatti of governors. Why would he say anything like this with all the accusations against him right now? I am a certified vaccinator by the state of New York. I took a 20 minute course yesterday. Uh, I get to select the part of the anatomy where I do the vaccine. Uh, and um, you'll be surprised, or maybe not, when you see the part of the uh, anatomy that I pick. What a moron. Seriously, you got to be kidding me. How in the world is he going to be able to make a case where he gets to defend himself as governor and he gets to continue at that post? It's so ridiculous. And he hopped on with President Biden and did this conference call about COVID. And of course, there were just buddy buddies again, still the gold standard. I don't know. I guess the Biden administration is going to stick with Andrew Cuomo, have no issues with all the different problems that have started to come up against him. You know who was jumping on him? And good for Megan McCain over on The View. I hate The View. I hate playing clips from The View. But it seems like Megan McCain has been in quite a mood lately. She has been fighting like crazy on a couple of different topics, including this one. And she's absolutely right. I'm really glad Joy brought up Brett Kavanaugh. I actually want to read you a quote about Andrew Quovo, what he said about Brett Kavanaugh. To Dr. Christine Blasey Ford and all survivors of sexual assault, we believe you and we will fight for you. So by his own metric, believe all women, he is a pervert who has harassed women and he should resign immediately. I agree. The silence of so many people in the media and so many Democratic politicians like Kristen Gillibrand, who has been at the forefront of all sexual harassment, uh, you know, cases and the Me Too movement against women, she hasn't said anything today. So apparently, if you're Governor Cuomo and your brother is hosts a big CNN show and you're a Democrat, then it's, he has a completely double standard. And I have to tell you, other than on this show, there's a lot of people in the media on CNN and, and MSNBC and other places that are really, really silent when it comes to any bad behavior in regards to Governor Cuomo. Oh, so ridiculous. And uh, she continued. In fact, that was just a part of it. And she is right on when it comes to this. Right on. Uh, here's here's more from Megan McCain. We can't live in a country and a time where Democrats say, believe all women up, except if your politics don't align. And it gives, I feel really bad for the woman who is, is accusing him right now because 
there's a feeling that if your politics don't align in the right way, that your accusations and your experiences being sexually harassed somehow mean something different. And I think it sends an extremely bad message. And I really would like to hear from a lot of people in Democratic leadership who were, you know, absolutely vociferous in defending Christine Blasey Ford. And depending on how you feel about that and attacking uh, attacking, uh, you know, Supreme Court justices about it and now are completely silent. I just think it's completely hypocritical. And I hope that Christine Gillibrand comes out with a statement today. Ooh. Megan McCain. Ooh. Listen how quiet the view audience is right now. Normally, if it would have been anyone else, Joy Behar, Whoopi Goldberg or anyone that's, you know, the, on the far left, if they would have said anything like that against Donald Trump or any Republican, the crowd would have been going crazy. They would have acted like Oprah just gave them a free car. That's what they do whenever there's some sort of push to anyone that's uh, conservative or whatever. But dead silent. You could have dropped a pin in the back of that room and you'd have heard it pick up. That's where we're at right now. Governor Cuomo's accusations as covered by uh, CBS, by the way. I'm Lindsay Boylan. Lindsay Boylan, a Democrat running for Manhattan Borough President, previously worked for New York Governor Andrew Cuomo for more than three years. Boylan alleges she was told in 2016 the governor had a crush on her. She says once, after a one-on-one -on -one briefing, Cuomo stepped in front of her and kissed her on the lips without permission. And on an October 2017 trip on his taxpayer-funded jet, the governor suggested, let's play strip poker. A spokesperson for the governor said in a statement, quote, claims of inappropriate behavior are quite simply false. Uh, Lindsay Boylan first brought her allegations forward about two months ago on Twitter, allegations that the governor denies. Now she says she's providing details as the governor faces separate accusations of bullying and creating a toxic workplace. Oh, I forgot about the bullying. Yeah, remember there was uh, someone that's in the house, I guess the state house in New York, came forward and said that, he was getting harassed by Governor Cuomo for taking a stand against these nursing home scandals. Again, what moron with all of these things going down would say something like this? I am a certified vaccinator by the state of New York. I took a 20 minute course yesterday. Uh, I get to select the part of the anatomy where I do the vaccine. Uh, and um, you'll be surprised or maybe not when you see the part of the uh, anatomy that I pick. Okay. Governor Cuomo, you tell me what anatomy you're talking about. As one person texted in, how much anatomy is there to an arm? Yeah, you know, that's not what he was talking about. 314-436-7900 or 800-925-1120. Governor Cuomo, you, he's got to go. All right. This is just ridiculous at this point. Well, uh, take some of your calls. If you want to text in, you can do that too at 314-436-7900. It's Overnight America KMOX. KMOX is St. Louis's news, talk, sports, radio. And here we are on Overnight America. Thanks again for hanging out with us here tonight. It's the last show of the week, so we always have fun. Someone <laughs> called in to say they enjoyed me calling someone a moron. I couldn't think of a better word. That might be a little bit too mean, honestly, but still. I can't think of another word. Who would do that? You're accused of sexual assault and you come out and you want to stick something into someone's anatomy. Come on. Don't be dumb. <laughs> and Megan McCain is actually very right in this course. I'm really glad Joy brought up Brett Kavanaugh. I actually want to read you a quote about Andrew Quovo, what he said about Brett Kavanaugh. To Dr. Christine Blasey Ford and all survivors of sexual assault, we believe you and we will fight for you. So by his own metric, believe all women, 
he is a pervert who has harassed women and he should resign immediately. I agree. The silence of so many people in the media and so many Democratic politicians like Kristen Gillibrand, who has been at the forefront of all sexual harassment, uh, you know, cases and the Me Too movement against women, she hasn't said anything today. So apparently, if you're Governor Cuomo and your brother is hosts a big CNN show and you're a Democrat, then it has a completely double standard. And I have to tell you, other than on this show, there's a lot of people in the media on CNN and, and MSN. NBC and other places that are really, really silent when it comes to any bad behavior in regards to Governor Cuomo. Yeah, and he's right. She's absolutely right. Now, I wanted to uh, bring this up, too, and I don't know if you saw this. It's within the last couple of hours. The United States has carried out airstrikes in Syria on some Iranian-backed targets. This is a pretty big deal. It's also, you want to talk about hypocritical. Let's go just to the uh, press secretary Jen Paskey's old tweets about the administration. And here's something she said back in 2017 when the United States was standing up and saying, OK, we're done with playing this game, being uh, say, telling Iran they can just walk all over us, do whatever they want. We're not going to retaliate. And we have them shooting up warning shots, firing at the uh, ships that we have over there. And then they said enough's enough. If you do one more thing, you're hey, you're crossing the line and just get ready for retaliation. Now, it never escalated past that, but so many people were just worried. They said, oh, look at that. Uh, Trump's a madman. He's going to start a war. Do we want to start a war? Do we need to start a war? Look at him. We told you so. He's just going to get in there and be a warmonger and all of these blah, 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 blah. So Jen Paskey back in uh, 2017 said, also, what is the legal authority for strikes? Assad is a brutal dictator, but Syria is a sovereign country. Isn't that great? It's so funny because just a couple of years ago, saying exactly like this. There's no legal authority. Now, it's been reported, too, that Joe Biden is the one that gave authority to do this. And today, the United States conducted its first military action under President Biden, targeting infrastructure utilized by Iran in their backed militant groups in Syria. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin told reporters traveling with him that he recommended the strike to Biden, who approved and authorized it on a phone call this morning. I don't know if there's too many people, Republicans or whatnot, that would argue that Iran is a bad country to deal with and we shouldn't be dealing with them. Uh, We shouldn't be taking them for face value. We shouldn't trust them. We should know that their main intention is to harm us. We don't look at them as an ally. All of these things that the Biden administration, uh, I thought, would be tipping their hat to the Obama administration, who treated them and saying that, oh, the best way to get them on board is to bribe them. We're just going to give them a ton of money. We're just going to allow them to do whatever they want, because ultimately speaking, you know, they can push our buttons. But it's like we're the big brother and they're like the little sister and they can go up and like poke at us. But ultimately speaking, we're older. We're more resilient. Um, We know that we could smash them in one second, but mom will get mad. (laughs) But we're not going to do that. So we didn't. We're just going to give them a bunch of money to stop pushing our buttons. But did that work? No, Uh, I don't think we can trust their ability to say, oh, we don't have any intention of building nukes. Oh, no, scouts honor. None of this could be trusted. And a lot of Republicans believe that sort of thing. And I think that even if um, Donald Trump would have decided to start striking Iran during that time, I think there would have been a lot of support from Republicans. Sure, I think they would have understood. But in the end, I think they're glad to say maybe it's a good thing that we don't go in there and start all these strikes because, you know, they started targeting drones or maybe started to miss us uh, in the ocean or whatever. Or maybe they decided to go and uh, strike one of our bases, which we saw uh, no casualties in something like that. I mean, we were just within uh, a, a hair of 
retaliating against him. But here's Joe Biden. I don't know if this is a retaliation to anything. I think really it's a preemptive attack. It says the United States has evidence that the strike was conducted and uh, there was at least 14 rockets with six or more left on launcher rails to Erbil, which conducted with the Iranian supplied equipment. A total of eight contractors were injured last week when there was a um, an American citizen and four American contractors injured, one serviceman during a rocket attack that happened in Erbil. You don't hear a lot about this, really. I mean, I pay attention to a lot of the different news, but they don't they don't really play these sort of things up. So where are we going to sit today? Are we going to have the same tone that the Democrats had against Joe Biden when it came or excuse me, against uh, Donald Trump when it came to military action in the Middle East? Are we going to have the same tone that he's just out there to start wars? And, oh, man, he's got dementia. Look at him up there. Oh, he's not right in the head. And he has access to the button. He can set a nuke off and he has dementia. Oh, boy, this is terrible. We got to get him out of office. We better start an impeachment right away. We better start investigating him. For the safety of America, we have to get this madman out of office. Now, if we were to use the same playbook and the same verbiage that they had against Donald Trump, we could be saying all those things right now. You think any of the Democrats will say this to Joe Biden now? He is the one that actually did it. All the things that they were afraid that Donald Trump would do, he's the one now doing it. That comes to military action. I don't know. I, I do think it's pretty hypocritical. And just like the Andrew Cuomo thing, it's very hypocritical. Believe all women, except if they're a Democrat. And this is the thing. You're not going to have anyone out there to defend Andrew Cuomo right now. The ones that would say, we need due process. Uh, we need to play this out. Um, you can speak what you need to say, but we're going to be able to defend it. Whatever was said with Kavanaugh or any of the other accusers, we can go back and say, well, how much of this is made up? Because we saw like the Avenatti, for example, making up false information to try to bring other accusers up against Kavanaugh at that time and how disgraceful and shameful the name Avenatti is. Um, we're not doing that. You don't gang pie. You want to try to get back to the truth. I think that the game that the Democrats have played during the last couple of years if it were to be pushed back against them and used in the same fashion as them, um, they, they would have no defense but to make sure they call for Cuomo to resign or fill in the blank, whoever would be next. They call for Joe Biden to step down because, you know, he's not right and he could start a new war. But none of that will happen. You know that, right? It doesn't work like that when it comes to the party. 314-436-7900. In fact, you know, we better not take any calls. Actually, I'm running a little bit late. I get into these rants every once in a while. You probably have known this. And I've been trying so hard not to get super political. But this whole Governor Cuomo thing being so stupid to go out there and say this today, I couldn't help it. I am a certified vaccinator by the state of New York. I took a 20-minute course yesterday. Uh I get to select the part of the anatomy where I do the vaccine, uh, and um, you'll be surprised, or maybe not, when you see the part of the uh, anatomy that I pick. What a moron, serious. I said it again. Why would he, He's accused of sexual harassment, kissing a woman on the lips that's one of his aides and saying he wants to play strip poker with her, different occasions of sexual harassment. Oh, what is he thinking? <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming up after the break, our guest is David Morgan. He's a precious metals expert. We're going to talk to him about the Federal Reserve. There's a lot of talk about them as of late. In the future of legal tender, a lot of people do ask, hey, what's that going to look like? 
there's, you know, cryptocurrencies and even some states considering accepting silver or gold as currency itself. That's a pretty interesting idea. So we'll talk to David Morgan right after the break on Overnight America KMOX. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. News Radio 1120, KMOX, the voice of the Cardinals. Welcome back to Overnight America. Joining us now is a precious metals expert. A lot going down with the Federal Reserve and the future of legal tender. David Morgan is also the author of The Silver Manifesto. Thanks for coming on to KMOX. Oh, have me. Thanks um, again. This is good timing because we had issues with the Federal Reserve in the last oh, day or so. Did you see how it went down? Services crashed, restored. People were freaking out. It, it's just uh, one of the many issues with the Federal Reserve. I know you talk a lot about it. What's your uh, thoughts on that system and how it could be improved? Well, well I don't know where to start, but I'll just back you up what you said. I mean, when the whole system, and it's not just the Fed, everything is electronic-based, any kind of disruption in the system, such as Texas is experiencing, means digital computer quote-unquote pieces of money that you have are not available. But I think the main thing is truth in the system. That would be my starting point. The idea that we that some powerful group of people could get something for nothing, and the rest of us have to work for it, is morally in. And yet that's the way the whole system is at the present time. Hmm. What do you think about some of the alternatives to legal tender? A lot of people have been turning to cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin's always in the news. They seem to be the big one that people talk about. Do you think there's going to be a future with blockchain and using that as a uh, future legal tender? I do. I've been writing about my 
premium service for some time. That's definitely the direction that the bankers want to go. They attacked uh, Carney when he was head of head banker of uh, Bank of England, stated at both uh, Davos, he stated it at Jackson Hole, and at the UN, I believe, at least three places, that they want a unbacked cryptocurrency that's basically either nation statewide or even global that has no tie to anything, can print to infinity, and yet they can track and tax and trace everyone when they're using it. So that's what they want. That doesn't mean that that's going to take place. So you also have a competing currency, which I'm all for, which is the crypto block. And of course, I'm old school, a big believer in, you know, honest money and gold and silver would fit, you know, the top of my list. But I'm favorable to anything that takes up the money power back in the hands of the people and outside the hands of the bankers. Mm-hmm. So you say gold and silver. I saw that recently in Kansas, they were discussing recognizing gold and silver as legal tender. And some people have brought this up, but it never really seems to gain any traction. Do you think that maybe we can start moving towards something like that as opposed to uh, what we're seeing now when there's really no backing anymore for it? Do. Yeah. I was uh, actually behind the governor of Utah when he signed that uh, similar bill into law several years ago. And then I gave a speech at the Silver Summit saying it's a great idea, and I'm sure there's a lot of people in Utah that would transact with gold or silver. It's that law now, but it's cumbersome. I said the only way for it to really work is to put it into a depository, issue a debit card against your holdings, and then you know make it work that way so that you're spending your gold and silver as you see fit, but it's transparent to the merchant. I no longer finished that speech, and a guy, a friend of mine now uh, in town, came flying up to the lectern. I said, let's go off over here. And he started it within about three months. I have in my pocket now. So it's transparent to the gasoline station or any you know auto debit at ATM. doesn't matter. Any place you could use a debit card. But you're actually debiting out uh, physical metal uh, if you wish to. And the other part that's kind of cool about it is you can have it cash and metal. So if I'm buying, if I bought my silver at say 30, and silver is at uh, 25, I really want to spend my, spend my silver, so I'll just go to the cash side and use it as a regular debit card. Silver goes up to 35 or something, I might want to spend some silver for groceries, gas, or what have you. So it would be used almost as a commodity that has a certain fluctuation as opposed to a finite value, and then you would uh, trade it uh, in. Would you have to convert it? Because I know cryptocurrencies are like that in a way. Some of them have debit cards where you could uh, sell the cryptocurrency, would go into a debit account, a fiat, and then you'd be able to spend it in the real world. Not everyone has that capability, but they look at that as perhaps a future when it comes to cryptocurrencies. Is that the similar system you can see with gold and silver? Yeah, I mean, the one I just described is up and running. There aren't very many of them. There's uh, one that Peter Schiff has. But uh, they are a bit cumbersome. Uh, I think the cryptos are more cumbersome because my friend does both. But really, I and I'm not correcting him, just having a discussion, but what's funny to me is that really gold and silver don't fluctuate. I mean, an ounce of gold is the same anywhere in the universe. It never changes. What changes is what is the paper price of it, and that fluctuates day-to-day, minute-to-minute, hour-to-hour. But really, the stable thing is the is the metal itself. But you're right; you do have to convert it at the time of purchase and say, you know, is it, you know, worth 
more in fiat or less in fiat or what have you. What's interesting about the Kansas bill is they want to do with all capital gains taxes, which is what you should have on money. I mean, not tax on holding, you know, pieces of paper with president's pictures on them. And it should be the same way, really, with with honest money. And I think that's really a, a further step in the right direction. I think it will be implemented state by state. And, you know, being a bit of a legal scholar, and it's not my expertise, but really the uh, Constitution lays down that no state can take anything but gold and silver in payment. But since the feds have basically taken over all the states with uh, – quote-unquote legally by putting a fictional state on top of a state with these two-letter designators and the zip codes, they've uh, basically taken control of all the states, even though that wasn't the original intent. Yeah, I know you talk about this in the Morgan Report. Again, if people wanted to find you and the things that you do talk about, where can they look? Very simple. Just go to the main website, themorganreport.com, and get on our free newsletter service and if you're so inclined to dig deeper, then we do have a, a paid service as well. Yeah. So what would you do, in, in, uh, hypothetically? Would you go and purchase gold and silver and then transfer it to your bank, or would you purchase it from the bank? And then it seems like there's just a, it's going out of your way to do something like that because then the bank's just going through a couple of extra processes in order to try to track what's going on. And then how, how do you even take um, gold and, let's say, you sell some of it off? Do, do they, uh, how, how do they transfer it in, when you have something physical attached to it inside of your account? Because that even seems uh, cumbersome. Yeah, well, I don't want to go down the slope of just the debit card that we were talking about. I mean, this the easiest thing to buy in the world is gold or silver. You don't need a brokerage account. You don't need to know your, your client and know your customer. You don't need any of that stuff. You get on the web or you go in your local town with a, a bunch of, you know, cash, put it on the counter and walk out with real money. So there's nothing easier to buy than gold and silver. And then what would you do with it then? That's, of course, up to you. I mean, you want, might want to put it in a safe. You might want to hide it. You might want to bury it. You might want to display it. I don't know. But as far as the uh, part about the debit card, I just recommend that for people that want to do it with a portion of theirs where they want to be able to spend it. One of the biggest questions I get constantly is, well, I believe you, David. I really want to buy it. But what, how do I, you know, how do I sell it? And I say, well, you, want to, you might want to sell it. Excuse me. You might want to spend it. So there's an availability to do that. But that would not be my number one recommendation. My number one recommendation would be to preserve your wealth and real money. And that just takes a phone call. Yeah. You mentioned people bury their gold. Do you know anyone that still does that? I have never met anyone that has. <laughs> but it's, it's a, like an old wife tale. But I, mean, I laugh. But, uh, you know, people talk about it. But I've never met anyone that has. Oh, I no, I get it. It's uh, old school way. You go back to someone that lived through the Depression, and I don't think there's too many of them around anymore. Um, they, unfortunately, we're talking 100 years ago. They, I mean, they'd have to be really old, but they just don't trust the banks. And what happens is they pass away, and a loved one doesn't know that in the backyard there's a treasure, and that's just something they did that they only knew about. You're pretty sharp. Yeah, in the 30s, a lot of people put their gold in like a coffee can, Buried it outside the kitchen window, so Mama knew where it was when she was doing the dishes. That is a true story, and it wasn't just one individual. There were plenty that did that. Yeah, and how much does this concern you about just printing money like crazy? People have been paying attention, and they're wondering, hey, why uh, are they just printing like nuts and not saying much about it right now? And that's got to really play into why a lot of people are nervous and looking for alternatives right now. Well, I made it my life's work. As far as I'm concerned, there's nothing that transcends anything more than money. 
no matter what religion, what sex, what national origin you are, what color you are, it doesn't matter. Everybody's going to think about their money. And all fiat fails. Every time, we have a 100% guaranteed success rate of failure. So when it fails this time, it's the U.S. dollar, which is the reserve currency of the world, which means everybody goes down. So I've made it my life's work to try to wake up as many people as possible. It doesn't mean put all your money in gold. I've never said that, never will. But if you don't have a hedge position, maybe 10%, then you're going to wish you had. Because once the ship has sunk, everyone knows how it might have been saved. Just like in the 30s, everyone will say, gee, I wish we would have to that crackpot, you know, when he was on this radio <laughs> show, because he actually knew what he was talking about. Yeah, and I think about that. I'm about ready to position part of my holdings and ammunition. It seems like that's worth its weight in gold right about now, too. There's other things that have been creeping up that have been in high demand. But um, I, I wanted to try to get your future. So if you could talk to the legislators in Missouri, what's some of the things you think they should be doing if they wanted to get the state ahead of this? And not be taxed on it. Use it as money. The other thing I do is I implement Glass-Steagall. I would separate the investment banks from the commerce banks that view agricultural uh, stuff and also commercial like real estate, not just commercial real estate, but any kind of uh, housing project, apartment, or commercial real estate and farming. That's a separate banking entity that's for the people. And then if you want to speculate with this highfalutin Wall Street gambling system, that's an investment bank. But Glass-Steagall separated those two entities, and they were, were basically put back together under the Clinton administration. I'm apolitical. I hate them all equally. Excuse me. I digress. <laughs> but that's my position. Uh, we've got to get some sensibility back into the system. We get, need some common sense. It's, it's been lost a long time ago. So what happens uh, when it comes to taxes? I'm curious. So let's say you do acquire and you hold on to it. And let's say you're up there in age. Let's say you would have put that money into a 401k. And then once you get to a certain age, you can take that money out or a, a Roth IRA you know, be not taxed or whatever. So there's certain benefits that the government has set up for retirement. Let's say that you decided to invest for the sake of holding on uh, in gold and silver. What happens when you try to cash that out when you're older? Tax like uh, like anything that you would have in there. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. the uh, tax on the precious metals is higher than some other taxes on, let's say, stocks, as an example. And that's been a fight that's been going on in the with the Institute trying to get legislation passed to tax it at a normal capital gains rate. So there are taxes involved. Of course, as you outlined, there's advantages to saving within an IRA or a Roth or something like that. But Sooner or later, when it comes out, you're going to be taxed no matter what's in there. Can you uh, self-direct? I've seen some banks offer that where you could use it as a way to invest the way you want with your retirement money. And that was a way to kind of get around some of this retirement uh, because essentially it was sitting there and you couldn't. It, it still held the same sort of regulation and, and restrictions that a retirement account would have. But could you self-direct through a retirement account to gold and silver? Absolutely. As long as you have a self-directed IRA, I can actually help you with that. That's not my business, but I'm very well connected throughout the entire industry. Quite a few that do that. So uh, yes, oh, That's can. interesting. See, I didn't know that. And for me, I'm still relatively young. I'm 37, but I like the idea of certain alternative ways to invest. And you start to look into that more the older you get. And I, I look at that and my bank does offer the self-direct option. And I thought, well, 
what are the things that are riskier? Like, because you see the people online, they go crazy about buying GameStop or whatever because it's kind of a fun thing to do. It's like an internet meme and they're going to stick it to Wall Street or whatever. But there's not really a long-term play with something like that. It's kind of a short-term thing. And I think, well, if you wanted to just forget about throwing a couple of monies to a meme, like if you're going to spend a couple hundred bucks just because you think it's funny uh, because Reddit told you to do it versus, you know, I could put a hundred bucks here, a hundred bucks there, you know, once a month or whatever. And something like that could have a big payoff towards the end. If you can self-direct it towards something like this, that might be smart as opposed to gambling with some of these other things. Well, I think it's absolutely imperative. Again, don't have to have to do with hundred percent of your money, but if you go back to 1913, when the fed was founded and you had a million dollars in cash, you have a million dollars a hundred years later, a little more than a hundred years. But if you had the same amount in gold at $20 and 67 an ounce, you'd have 90 times on your money. So you'd have 90 million in fiat because you held it in gold. So it is legacy wealth. You want to hold wealth for generation and generation. There's only three ways to do it. One gold or silver, primarily gold has a better track record long-term real estate. Yeah. And the last one is beyond my means, but it's fine art. Huh. That's the way you pass from generation to generation. So, you know, for yourself and your posterity, uh, you can, you know, I, I'm not a gold bud to the extent that every drop everything go to gold. No, I think it balances out the system and you're in charge of your own finances. And if you have a self-directed IRA and that's a bulk of your savings or even part of your savings and you don't have, doesn't have to be in an RA, but if you don't have some precious metals, that'd be a good place to put it. Then really not thinking very far. And no one, I, I worked with a certified financial planner and I left because I saw how it worked and pushing the stocks that the brokerage house wants you to push. It had nothing to do for the people. And you're only allowed to say certain things and on and on it goes. I was a metals head from an early age because I realized on my own recognizance, my own study, my own deep dive into money, I like that. A metals head. So instead of having a motorhead poster on the wall, you have like bars of gold and things. Um, David Morgan, chief editor of the Morgan Report. And again, if people wanted to find your work online, what's the best place for them to look? The Morgan Report themorganreport.com and author of The Silver Manifesto. Thank you so much for joining us tonight on Overnight America. Oh, I think we just lost him. It's so funny. The phone was starting to break out and I heard it breaking out and I thought, oh, we might be able to get the last minute of this interview in. (laughs) And it just cut out. Okay, we got lucky because it was right at the end of the interview. That was uh, David Morgan joining us on the Bomberito Automotive Group guest line. Either that or he didn't like my motorhead joke. He said he was a metals head. It's like, I'll get a motorhead poster or something. I was trying to think, what's the most famous metal band I can think of right now? And motorhead came to mind. I don't know why. This is Overnight America KMOX. Now back to Overnight America on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts. Michaelsflooringoutlet.com. And welcome back to Overnight America. I was just sent this link and I had no idea. I, I... I did not know that um, Rush Limbaugh was laid to rest here in St. Louis. Wow. We know that he's uh, from Cape Girardeau. He had a great love for this region and to St. Louis. And how many great stories of him visiting here and just being gracious and uh, taking his time with people, just loving KMOX. 
he very publicly said this is one of two radio stations he always wanted to work for. And I had no idea that yesterday in a private ceremony at the Bell Fountain Cemetery, which is, uh, you know, north of 70 in North St. Louis, not that far from uh, the river there, Mississippi. And I'm looking at this area and they close off the cemetery Wednesday for several hours. They said about 40 family members and dignitaries were there and were only allowed inside. Many people wondered if he would be buried in Cape Girardeau, but instead he'll rest alongside some of St. Louis's most famous residents. Wow. I didn't know that. So we can go to Bell Fountain Cemetery and find his uh, gravesite, I guess. But El Rushbo, 70 years old, just passing away on the 17th. It's hard to believe that was uh, last Wednesday, and it feels like so much has uh, happened since then. And definitely missed on the radio side. I know that a lot of people looked at him as a controversial radio figure, but I mean, he is someone that did so much to the talk format and he loved this area and always did what he could for this area. How many people came forward after his death and said, well, I didn't want, he never wanted anyone to know, but he donated this or he did that, or he spent time here, didn't ask for anything. And he did a lot of that in his years so many great photos of him visiting KMOX that we had a photo gallery up at KMOX.com there for a while. And there was one that happened, I'm guessing the late nineties. I don't exactly know the date, but it was him with Jack Buck inside the broadcaster booth. This one's a little bit later than the early nineties photos that you saw. And he always had a great admiration for Jack Buck and talked about his friendship with him. And it was just such a cool thing to see all these photos resurface, the ones that you've long forgotten about. Yeah, it's just, I guess there's going to be an on-air memorial. I don't know if they set a date for that yet, but his wife came back on and was talking a little bit about that. I haven't listened to it yet, but I've read some of the articles talking about it. That kind of surprises me. I really didn't know where he would be laid to rest, but now we know. And that was just posted about an hour ago on our sister station's website. I haven't seen that quite yet, but that surprised a lot of people. I had no idea. No idea. All right, we have a full hour that we can spend with call-ins if you want to talk next hour. So we'll open that up. And I do want to talk about Rand Paul today is getting accused of being transphobic. This is so ridiculous and stupid, but what we're going to do is go through it and I'll let them uh, plead their case. And I'll let you listen to the questions that got out today as part of the questioning to Dr. Levin's uh, confirmation hearing on Capitol Hill. This happened today, too, and I saw this dropped. Oh, this was yesterday. Supreme Court weighs scope of police power to enter homes without warrant. And this is something the Supreme Court on Wednesday was reluctant to give police power to enter a home without a warrant when pursuing a suspect for a minor crime in a case involving a California driver tailed by a police officer after honking his horn while listening to music. So if someone's driving a car, honks their horn, uh, and they run into a private residence, are they then allowed to go into that house without a warrant uh, as they are running against a perpetrator? I don't know what crime it is. is. Is it technically a crime that you could be arrested for, for honking your horn? I guess you could disturb the peace. I think you could be questioned by police. I don't think you should have a sanctuary to run into away from police and, oh, we almost got him. I don't think that would be good either. But apparently the driver was later convicted of driving under the influence. I think that's what he was trying to hide when he hid inside of his garage. Back in 2016, the nine justices heard arguments in the case and are due to rule on this by the end of June. What can the police do when it comes to going into a residence without a warrant? So this is a little bit deceptive. I mean, the person was they were trying to apprehend him before he went into the house. 
seeking to hide from police. And if that's the case, then I don't know if that's necessary to have a warrant. It'll be interesting to see how the Supreme Court uh, rules on that one in the Fourth Amendment. All right, when we come back, like I mentioned, Senator Rand Paul making a lot of people angry today on Capitol Hill. We'll tell you about it right after the break on Overnight America KMOX. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 